483 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You are listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are heading home from your Streets of New Capenna pre-release because it just happened this past weekend. And you're still driving you're back home. Still, it was a long was trip a long for you. Trip. But you're, hey, you're going to get there. Or you're driving to Magic Arena to play an online pre-release this Thursday. And it's also a long trip for you. So you've already started I driving mean, Driving there. to the internet can be a long exactly. trip. Exactly. We are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we're going to talk all about the Streets of New Capenna pre-release. Yes. I went to one this past weekend in person. Ooh. IRL, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, and it was so fun. So exciting. So fun to play this new Eek. set in paper for the first time. Did I remember what shuffling was? Moderately, yeah. Did it's I hard use to the remember Mulligan rule incorrectly? Yes, I did. You did? <laughs> yeah, sure did. <laughs> you know what, Maria? I just real like if you were like Megan, what's the Mulligan rule? I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Arena does it for okay, me. Okay, wait. <laughs> now I remember. I yeah. remembered. It's okay. I remember. I had reverted to the old one that the we used scry? to. Yeah. Wow, which isn't even the original Mulligan no. rule that we started playing. Magic no. With. My brain was kicking off the rust, yeah. if you will. I don't remember which one's London and which one's Vancouver, though. London's the current one, isn't it? I think so. And Vancouver's the scry. Is the scry mulligan? Yeah. All I right. Think, I think. That um, sounds good to me. Still waiting for the Brisbane mulligan. <laughs> wow, Brisbane. Calling it out. What's Calling it now. What's going to be the Brisbane mulligan? It's going to be where you take your seven cards, and if you don't like them, you throw them in the trash. And, and you just walk out of the event center. <laughs> Nobody likes it. It'll yeah. be only for one tournament. Well, it, uh, yeah, and no one's going to attend. Everyone's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not. Because I'm like, if you still keep playing, then you just have a straight up advantage because your deck is smaller. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. Yes. Is is the mulligan rule? No. The Streets of New Capenna pre-release. Yes. <laughs> it's coming out on yes. Arena for everybody on Thursday. But maybe you've already played it. I really, really hope so. Yeah. Because what a great thing to be playing Magic again at your local game store. Truly. We're also going to talk about another great way to play in person, which is Oathbreaker. Yeah. We're having Judge Rob back. What? What? Back to back episodes? With Judge Rob? What is How lucky this? are you, listeners? You're so lucky. Yeah. Um, we're super excited to have him back here to talk about the very sweet format that is Oathbreaker. Yeah. You can check out. We even have a video on our channel of us playing it with Judge Rob um, and friend of the show, Sam Eilenfeld. Yeah. If you haven't seen that video, it's so fun. Oathbreaker is a great format. Quick PSA about it. It's basically like faster commander. Yes. So in smaller decks, smaller so decks. you don't have to worry about hundreds of cards yeah so it's we we really like it and there's some sweet new cards in streets of new capenna and streets of new capenna commander that are going to be really fun to play in oathbreaker so we want to have rob on to talk about what some of those cards are get your brains thinking about decks that you could brew up we like mm -hmm. suggest that you try it it's it's a really really fun format uh especially if you're a commander grump like we are <laughs> <laughs> we are such Grumps. We're commander grumps okay wait but before we get going more into the show yes. because we've we really got going into the show we for just sure a moment did. there. 
Um, we have some people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are you, the listeners and patrons of this show. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Yes. If you can, please take a moment to go to patreon.com slash glhfmagic to become a patron. It just takes a second and it helps support the show, keeps it coming out. You know, we've been on the air for like more than a decade at this point. It's coming up on 10 years. Coming this up on fall. 10 years this fall. This fall. The reason we years. can do it is because of everybody who supported us all over the years. And if you've never supported us, now is the t- perfect time to get in there and become a member of the Good Luck High Five family and say, hey, I believe in what you do for the magic community and I want you to keep doing it. That's what your vote yes. says. So. Thank you specifically to the people who have become patrons in the past week. I'm going to assume this is a Judge Rob bump. Oh That's yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Judge it Rob the Judge bump. Rob Judge Rob bump. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much to Melanie, Christopher, and Kevin. Yay! Thank you. Thank you all so very, very much for becoming patrons of the show. It really does mean so much to us. Yes. And if you're already a patron, you want to uh, increase your support. We'll also give you a shout out on the show. So that's another little ascent of patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you as well to card kingdom for being incredible sponsors of our show for many of those 10 years. Yes. You can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use our affiliate code to buy whatever you need over there, yeah. including streets of new Capenna. Oh, what a thing. You can order it. You can order it. You can order it and they will mail it A-S-A-P. The second it hits the real world. Which will be this coming Friday. Yes. So if you want it shipped as soon as is humanly or robotically possible, I'm going to assume that a robot couldn't do it faster than the people at Card Kingdom because a robot doesn't care as much as they do. (laughs) Card Kingdom caring more than robots. Caring more than robots. Another great tagline for you. Card Kingdom, you're welcome. It's time to talk about the streets of New Capenna pre-release. Wow, Maria, you went to a real in-life, in-person pre-release this weekend. Yes, it was incredible. I mean, it is the first in-person pre-release that I've played since the start of the pandemic Yeah, because everything had been on arena. So we really didn't have to go out uh, and play in a store. And I'm so happy that we just kind of forced our hand here on this one for whatever reason. And we had to go out and play in stores. Agreed. But do you remember like going to a pre-release? They were always some of my favorite days. Yes. Just period. There's so much fun. Because you have the ritual in the morning of getting up, getting your bag ready, making sure you have your sleeves and your deck box and everything. And by the way, shout out to sponsor ultra pro. (laughs) Look at this gorgeous boy. I know I brought their like premium deck box here with the planeswalker symbol on it. Oh, dice tray. Oof. Maria, what do I always forget to bring to a pre-release? Well, you won't forget if it's right in there. If it's right in here. Yeah. It was great. By the way, magnetic closure. Anyway, yeah. So like just the ritual of getting everything ready to go in the morning, de-sleeving your old stuff, putting Mm -hmm. it, you know, it just was so, so lovely. And then walking into the store, everybody's there to play. Nobody's played with the cards before. Mm -hmm. Just the exciting feeling of being with everybody again in an event that, you know, nobody knows what's going to (laughs) happen, right? You're just like, well, we're all in this together. Yeah. You know, I might build a hot train wreck and that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Everyone has fun at a pre-release, you know? It's just a friendly, happy environment. Um, So at the pre-release I went to, they handed out decks randomly. Okay. Or family packs, I should say. And I got Cabaretti anyway. 
Ooh, which is the one I wanted. Look at you. So I was like, hey, it's a sign. Um, and each of the pre-release packs included a family deck. So I should say a family uh, like bonus pack yeah. to help you play the colors of the family pack that you chose. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I've created. I have, if you're watching the video version, my deck laid out here on the table for everybody to see. Um, it's yeah. quite powerful. <laughs> I want to point out just what's over here on the very top end, not to skip to, you know, the, yeah. the pinnacle, the cherry on the Sunday, yeah. but Titan of industry, not one, but two, two of those bad boys, of this mythic elemental. This is four green, 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 it's stupid for a seven, seven reach trample. When it enters the battlefield, choose two to destroy target artifact or enchantment target player gains five life, create a four, four green rhino warrior creature token, or put a shield counter on a creature you control. This card, I felt legitimately bad casting it. Busted. <laughs> That's how busted in half it is. Every time I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Minnesotan, of course, you know, that's a caveat there. But even if I wasn't, I feel like I would have. Yeah, reach. reach. It has reach. It is trample. It makes you a 4-4. It protects itself or whatever you want. Yeah. Wow. card's stupid. This card is so good. So that that was my top end was two of those babies. Yeah. But I think the other highlight of this deck was the incredible amount of fixing I had. Oh. Because I think that was a question I had going in. You yeah, know, will, sure. what will the fixing be like in Streets of Nukapenna? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we had those bonus packs or whatever. But here I have three Cabaretti Courtyards. Ooh. Two racers ring, which is the red green land, which by the mm. way, you can pay four to sacrifice a draw card. Oh. Not bad. And I had a Riveteers Outlook as well. Yeah. What does a cabaretty courtyard do? Remind us of yes. what these do do. So these so are the what these do do. <laughs> these do do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poopy. Uh this <laughs> so what they do is they uh they immediately get sacrificed when you play them. Uh-huh. Boom, they're on the battlefield for one hot second. So don't bother with the nice art versions of these ones. You're yeah. never gonna see them. <laughs> Except in your hand. Um it got come to the battlefield, immediately sacrificed. You go find a forest, a mountain, or a plains in wow. the case of the cabaret. Really nice. Put into play tapped and you gain a life. Wow, that's really nice. It's excellent. That's great. So I had the cabaret version of that. I had the Riveteers version of that because if you got two out of three, ain't bad. No, you can not play. at all. And two of the racers rings, like I mentioned. Like I had zero mana problems. Zero. Yeah. The only problem you, I had would be flutter screw, you know, yeah, whatever. You are solidly three colors. Solid three colors. We're not messing around here. Oh, uh, you also have Ginny Faye, Jetmere second. Yes, Ginny Faye. Making me kitty cats and dogs if i have any token come into play it instead can be a three one dog with vigilance or a two two cat with haste and she's a three three for three mana and she's just the best she is the best she's the best she looks great great poise look at her dog and cat perfection put her in charge i love this card I have also to go with Ginny Faye and to help fix my man a little bit because my top end is two, you know, seven drops. Yeah. I have Glittermonger, which is a one four for four mana. Tap, create a treasure token. Wow. So you can create treasures to help get to your top end. Or later on, you can just be like, tap, make a cat. Yes. Tap, make dog. So I was just making dogs every turn with wow. my Glittermonger in one of my matches. Absolutely busted. <laughs> My poor opponent was like, I'm never reading that. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. That's impossible to beat um, unless you kill everything. Which, speaking of killing everything, something I will say about this format is the number of board wipes. There are quite a few. It's significant. Yes. There are so many. So just beware. Um, But 
overall, I'll talk about the deck a little bit more specifics, but overall I would say like the mana fixing was there. Yeah. It was totally fine to play three colors. I could have probably played five, honestly, yeah. but I just wanted to just keep it simple and play three this weekend. Um, the power level is extremely high. Mm -hmm. because we're in a multicolored format and the multicolored cards give you more of a payoff than yeah. monocolored cards, obviously, because it's a quote unquote, a little harder to cast them. So power level super high. The bombs, extremely bomby. Yeah. We talked about Titan of industry right there. Oof. Yikes. Look at him. Hug that building. <laughs> Is that what he's doing? <laughs> he's just, just gently a hugging a building. <laughs> It's Great. he's an elemental made of buildings, gently hugging another building. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I went two and two with this deck overall for the four rounds and I, the decks I lost to were both Obscura. If that tells you anything. Ooh. Obscura seems to be the consensus as the best crime family around. Okay. And I would have to agree with that. Their cards are really, really good. Um, the blue and white flyers that exist are oh. excellent. I played against Dr. Manhattan a couple of times, which is the 5-4 yeah. flyer that shrinks your creatures based on the number of CMCs, or excuse me, mana values in your graveyard. There's a 5-5 five, five flyer that has two shield counters on it, and when you attack, Wolf. you can sacrifice something to like make a citizen and draw a card. So dumb. Yowch. <laughs> so I did lose the flyers in the end. Yeah. Um, but overall, this deck performed really, really well. Uh, mm -hmm. I will give a couple of shout outs for, to everybody because this comes out on Arena on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Early access stream, streamer event today, Tuesday, mm -hmm. if you're listening to that day this episode comes out, we'll be streaming on twitch.tv slash Magic. Cards I want you to play. Rafine's Informant. Okay, what does it do? This is a one and a white for a two one, human wizard. When Rafine's Informant enters the battlefield, it connives. Great. Love it. Megan, connive is a fantastic mechanic. I believe it. I'm so excited. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. You get a loot and Drop, then if discard. you discard a non-land, you get to put a plus one, plus one counter on something. Perfection. I love connive. Great. It's excellent. Yeah. And this card was great. Now, this is a card everyone was talking about before the event, and they were right. Inspiring Overseer. This is two and a white for a two, one flyer. When it enters the battlefield, you gain a life and draw a card. This is this is like a this <laughs> this card keeps existing in Magic recently, and it keeps getting a little better and a little better. And here it is. Yep. And like now we've given it flying. There's nothing else they can do to this version of this card. Otherwise, just it's going to cost four just mana. You wait. <laughs> yeah, famous last words. Yeah, they can never push it ever again. Um, I loved shield counters. Um, I thought they were really really fun to play with. Yeah. They made gameplay interesting, if not annoying at times. I have here a bird. Uh, three and a white for swooping protector, flash flying two one. It enters with a uh, shield counter on it. Oh, so you can get a free Bloxies out of it. Yeah, free Bloxies. Sometimes you trade these. Yeah, because um, flyers happen to be you know generally smaller, um, and you know they're not they're not expecting the Spanish Inquisition. You know, no. um, so I, that they're was not a expecting card. the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Somebody just is that like a turn of phrase that Wait, I don't know? You've never heard. Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. What? <laughs> Never in my life. Wow. You're telling me that this is a saying that exists. Listeners, please do not unsubscribe from our podcast. I, we will have an education session with Megan after this. What? <laughs> it's, it's a famous Monty Python sketch. Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. I don't. And I've seen a lot of Monty Python. This is like me and the fence thing last wow, week. Yeah, I am <laughs> bewildered. Which wow. Monty Python is it in? I don't remember. It's just like it's so. I just like it's just like something that exists in the you know the fabric of space and time. 
I am me. completely flummoxed. I cannot believe it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you. I'm um, Google it. Keep telling us about this deck. Why? Great. Um, so the removal I had, of course, in sealed removal is always extremely important. I had light them up, and I'll talk about that card because it has casualty on it. So this is one in red for a sorcery casualty two. Light them up deals two damage to target creature or planeswalker, and this is fabulous because you know two damage for two mana. That's you know a fine rate. We've paid that before in Magic a number of times. But the the mere fact that I could casualty something and kill both of their creatures, the flexibility of being able to have that on the card was huge. Huge. Okay, it comes from Flying Circus, which is probably one that I have seen the least. Sure, yeah. Wild. <laughs> All right, sorry, keep going. Yeah. So I also loved Casualty because yeah. nobody's forcing you to Casualty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it. And sometimes it made for very tricky decisions. Like, yeah. do I want to sacrifice, you know, for example, Rafine's Informant? Yes, of course, absolutely. Get out of here. Yeah. Kill both of your creatures. Or do I just want to kill one? You know, yeah. I, I love the flexibility of casualty and it was very fun to play with, led to interesting decisions. Nice. Another mechanic, the new, other new one I want to talk about, Let's find a card that has, that I've put in my deck specifically with it here. Riveteer's Decoy with Blitz. Oh yeah, tell us about Blitz on this. Yeah, so this is a 3-1 for 2 mana, but you can Blitz it out for 3 and a green and must be blocked if able. Mm -hmm. And Blitz says when your creature dies, um, if you've Blitzed it out, you uh, draw a card. Yeah. So you have to sacrifice it even if it doesn't die in combat after your Blitz. Yeah. But Are your kids Blitzing out? <laughs> no, this <laughs> Know the, the signs. www.blitzitout.com. Has your kid paid more mana to exist today? They might be blitzing they out. They might be blitzing out. Does your kid text blitz, OMG, LOL, find out what it means? Uh, so I love blitz too. Wow. Nice. All hits. All hits all day. Blitz was a hits. I didn't know if I was going to like blitz because mm -hmm. I was like, uh, to be honest with you, it's kind of like, oh, that's a little boring. You know, like we've yeah. seen effects similar to Blitz in the past. No, I think Blitz is so cool. There's, I didn't think I was going to do it because I was like, no, I want a creature. I want yeah. my free one. But it's so much more relevant than that, particularly yeah. late game, because you're just like, no, I'd rather have the card and get in Draw for some card. chip yeah. damage, you know? Oh, man. Also, look at his shiny gold coat. It's beautiful. That's great. Gorgeous. The other removal in the deck was Kill Shot, which destroyed target attacking creature, which mm -hmm. I will say is worse in this format than normal because of shield counters. Yes. So please beware. Um, I had Ready to Rumble, which deals five damage to target creature or planeswalker. But the best one was By Your Silence, which exiles. Yes, obviously. Yeah. In the so world of shield counters. Shield counters are going to be the name of the game when you're thinking about removal in this set and exile um, priority number one. Um, for sure. Yeah. So that one g gives them a treasure token, but whatever, who cares? Their creatures exiled. That's the main point. <laughs> is this a trumpet player who's had his mouth taken away? Wait, is that the trombone player from the other card? No, it's not a trombone oh, player. Oh, okay. I can't tell if it's a taser or a trumpet. <laughs> Maybe it's both. Are there tasers in magic? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me look at it. Oh, yeah. That's definitely some kind of horned instrument player whose yeah. mouth has been magically transformed into something creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. Mickey the Mouth kept his nickname after he struck his deal with Gregorio. Giorgio? I don't know. Even though he never spoke another word. Those two names are spelled super differently. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Gregorio? Let's see. 
Yeah, Gregorio. Gregorio. Okay. Yeah, that's the flavor text on that bad boy. All right. Nice. But yeah, I had a nice little curve. I had some great top end. Um, some okay removal. Really just okay because it didn't exile. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get real. Um, and uh, some cool combos with Ginny Faye and Glittermonger. Um, I, I loved this deck. It was such a blast playing Streets of New Capenna, playing a paper pre-release for the first time ever. Highly recommend. Very interesting <laughs> to see. For the first time ever. Yeah, for the first time ever, I highly recommend you go play pre-release. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to see how this format develops once we get it on Arena and once yep. more people are out in the world playing it um, because it was super fun. I'm very excited to draft it. Yeah. I love a three-color draft. And Absolutely. This is very nice. I'm... I mean, do you remember how much we loved Cons of Tarkir? Yes. I mean, Tons it of Tarkir. Was great. It was great. It was so good. So no pressure, Streets of New Capenna, but that's what you're living up to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. We've got Judge Rob back on the show this week. Rob, were you just here? I was. I We, I, we had weird deja vu when I came back into the studio today. We were like, <laughs> wait, is it? Is it Dominaria already? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it is not Dominaria it's not. already. Thank goodness. We <laughs> haven't yeah. even had Streets of New Capenna on Arena yet. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob is here to talk to us about Oathbreaker a little bit because this is a super sweet format. Um, yeah. We played it actually in a video. I'll put the link yeah. up on our YouTube and in the show notes. If you want to watch us, I'll play some Oathbreaker. It's a really fun yeah. format. And we want to talk about some new cards in Streets of New Capenna that you can use an Oathbreaker to make some really sweet decks with, but just in case you're like, what are you talking about, Maria? Yeah. I don't even know what Oathbreaker is. Rob's going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, so Oathbreaker is it's designed to be fast commander in a lot of ways. It's fast a, mander, a, a, if fast you will. Commander. <laughs> so it's a 60 card format with a singleton rule like commander. Instead of playing with legendary creatures as your commander, you play with a legendary planeswalker as your commander. Ooh. And you also get a signature spell that goes along with them. So you have two cards that start in the command zone and so it's a it's a legendary planeswalker and an instant or sorcery that's within their colors. And so you play a 60 card deck and it's very fast. We played 45 minutes. Yeah. It was a like 45 that. minute game. That's yeah. why we like it yeah. because I would say, Megan, the number one thing people say to us is you should play more commander. Yes. And we're like, look, we cannot shuffle a hundred <laughs> cards. <laughs> that's cards. Yeah. Cannot. Right. And also it, commander games can take, Hours. Forever, yes. right? And so if you're like, this is fun, I want to play a fun singleton multiplayer yep. format that doesn't take three hours. Yep. Oathbreaker. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm friends with the rules committee. The rules committee is a different philosophy than the commander rules committee. They ban a lot of fast mana artifacts. So if you dislike soul ring and commander, great. Oathbreaker ban soul ring. Hey, great. Uh, check out um, oathbreakermtg.com if you want to get started with the format, learn some rules about it, and find out what's going on. Um, we should talk about some of these sweet Oathbreaker cards from this set. Then. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Rob, you've chosen. I like Vivian on the hunt. Uh, so there's three planeswalkers in the set. This is the one that I, I got. She is <laughs> she is birthing pod in the command zone, which is incredible. <laughs> For right? people who like that, they <laughs> really like, like that, it. Yes. Uh, so she's green, green, four. Uh, she starts with four loyalty as a planeswalker. Plus two, you may sacrifice a creature. If you do, search your library for a creature card with mana value equal to one plus the sacrificed creature's mana value. Put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. So, like, actual literal birthing pot. Yep, um, exactly. Plus one, mill five cards, then put any number of creature cards milled this way into your hand. Sick. Great. Which is, like, 
everything you want out of a plus one, really. And minus one is create a four, four green rhino warrior creature token. She can do it immediately. She can immediately. Yeah. Well, it, she doesn't have an ultimate. This yeah. is just a minus one and it leaves her three loyalty with a pretty beefy blocker. So if you don't know what to do, you can just make a rhino token. Megan, how do you feel yeah. about rhino tokens? I know bad. you don't like bad rhinos. Bad. So. <laughs> Any rhino do you, have, you don't like. Do you have experiences in modern? <laughs> rhinos <laughs> can bite me. Well, they will. Well, I mean, they're, they're herbivores. They'll probably like gore you. Are they herbivores in the same way that like hippos are herbivores yeah, exactly and they that. murder more people yeah. than any other animal? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the top of the herbivore chain. They're designed to survive predators. So yeah. They really are. I Honestly, it's surprising that rhinos aren't more successful globally considering how well armored they are against yep. predators. Yep. <laughs> What is the rhino's global success rate? Let's talk I about that know. next episode. Uh, yeah, we we could talk about that. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I pick for a signature spell with Vivian, and I'm actually probably going to have this stuck together for my Oathbreaker game next week. Ooh, nice. Uh, I picked once in future as my signature spell, which is from Eldraine. Yeah. It's green and three for an instant. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Put up to one other target card from your graveyard on top of your library. Exile once in future. Which, I mean, you're doing that anyways. The way that signature spells work in Oathbreaker is they go back to the command zone after you play them, and then they cost two more, just like a commander does. So Once in Future doesn't really have that drawback. Nice. Um, and then Once in Future also has Adamant. If at least three green mana was spent to sp- cast the spell, instead return both the cards to your hand that you targeted and exile Once in Future like normal. And you're playing a mono green yes, deck. exactly. Yeah. So that, like this just is an instant that returns two cards to your hand, which is Sick. pretty... Uh, so with Vivian, her, min- <laughs> her plus that mills you can mill five cards, which you get to see extra cards to return with Once in Future. Wow. Which I think is pretty exciting. This seems... Pretty sick. It's pretty good. Uh, I like this card a lot. Eldrain had a lot of really busted cards all across the rarity spectrum, and this is a this is a sleeper from it. I think. I mean, that's it's also one of my favorite named cards as a fan yeah. of Arthurian literature. Oh, there are so, so many good names from Eldrain, and this <sighs> this name is great. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to be putting together for next week for my okay uh, for my oathbreaker. That's pretty sweet. Um, Megan, who did you choose for your Oathbreaker and your signature spell? Um, I'm, I'm going to pick Omnixilis, the man who draw cards. Yep. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I'm surprised. Shocking. Otherwise known as Omnixilis, the adversary. Um, one black red for a legendary planeswalker, Nixilis. Three loyalty, but he does have casualty X. Um, so you can sacrifice a creature with power X. And when you do, you copy this guy. The copy isn't legendary and has starting loyalty equal to the sacrifice sacrificed creatures power um plus one each opponent loses two life unless they discard a card if you control a demon or devil you gain two life hello yes each opponent thank you very much yeah each of you each delightful (sighs) um minus two create a one one red devil creature token with when this creature dies it deals one damage to any target and minus seven hello Target player draws seven cards and loses seven life. Yikes. Perfection. Yes. Amazing. Um, how how many I want. And you uh, can you can do that right away if you sacrifice like a seven, right? Yes, exactly. So you know, we can make a big demon boy um, with this card that Rob taught me about called <laughs> Promise of Power. Two black, black, black for a sorcery. Choose one. You draw five cards and you lose five life. It's gonna be really hard for me not to just automatically pick that. Yeah. But sometimes you have yep. to do what you don't want to do because it's right, which is put an XX black demon creature token with flying onto the battlefield where X is the number of cards in your hand. As the token enters the battlefield, it does also have entwined four, although that is a boatload. Yeah. Of that's a that's lot, a lot of, of money. Uh, so yes, like what I can just like make this demon have like 
have a demon for Omnixilis's ability yeah. that wants to be meaner to people. If you yep. have demons and devils, I can make a big creature. I can just make a big creature to sacrifice <laughs> to that casualty ability. Though, yeah, though you have to have Omnixilis in the battlefield for the, ca- uh, for the casualty to happen. Yeah, uh, but, but what if, you know, yeah. I make I make this. Omnixilis is here. I make demon. Omnixilis later die. I make Omnixilis again. It's true. There we go. It's true. <laughs> Uh, it, it, like you could also play like big things like rotting registrar. Oh yeah. Draw seven cards oh, right away nice. with Omnixilis. Ship him immediately. Also, and then the next turn he's promise a power to make like a 10, 10 rotting registrar is <laughs> that's just like a good card to put in right. Oathbreaker. It is seven it's power. Huge, right? It's a yeah. three mana. It's a yeah. big boy. Yeah. Yeah. seems like a good card to put in Oathbreaker. Yeah. You, get to play, you get to play things like ball lightning with that too. Right. Yeah. So yes. you could like, if you have six men, you can ball lightning and then Omnixilis and eat it. Great. Perfect. Just be like, yes, here's my two Omnixili. Yep. And also, okay, if I have, I, I like cast my Omnixilis and I casualty him. So I have two Omnixilis yep. in play. I, the, I allow the genuine Omnixilis to die. The genuine. We're going to call the one that's not a cop. If you are the real Omnixilis, you know the answer to this question. All right. Which of you is the genuine Omnixilis? Can I, and then have him in the command zone, I can cast him again and have up to three Omnixili. You can have a lot, you can have as many as you want on the battlefield. What? Amazing. Because yep, the, the, the casualty copies aren't legendary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My only goal is to see how many Omnixil <laughs> I can have reasonable. on the battlefield. It's very reasonable. <laughs> well, I chose Elspeth Resplendent as our remaining planeswalker from Streets of New Cabana to be uh, my commander um, or my Oathbreaker, Oathbreaker if you yes. will. Um, she costs three white white for five loyalty. Legendary planeswalker. Elspeth. Uh, plus one, choose up to one target creature. Put a plus one, plus one counter and a counter from among flying, first strike, lifelink, or vigilance on it. Ooh. I love that ability, obviously. Yep. Minus three, look at the top seven cards of your library. Seven has a lot. You may yep. put a permanent card with mana value three or less from among them onto the battlefield with a shield counter on it. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. And I've got to say, playing with shield counters for the first time. They were very good. This past weekend, I yeah. loved them. Yeah. I thought I was going to be annoyed with them, which I certainly was. I, I was. My <laughs> opponents had them a lot. And it was yeah. very annoying. In a bunch of cases. But I also really yeah. liked how they played. It made for some really interesting decisions. Yeah. Anyway, minus seven, create five, three, three white angel creature tokens with flying. <laughs> yes. Cute. Yes. I love creatures. I love buffing my creatures. Rob said the minus three is also build your own boggle, which yes. hello. I can get on board with that. And it all comes together with her signature spell, which is Damning Verdict, which is from Streets of New Capenna Commander. Yeah. Also three white, white for a sorcery. Destroy all creatures. You're like, Maria, what? No, you can't destroy all creatures. Wait, there's more text with no counters on them. Wow. <laughs> yes. Elspeth protects her creatures from this in two different ways. I think nice. that's so cool. One-sided board wipe. I'm in favor of that as long yep. as my creatures aren't dying. Exactly. Thank you very much. Exactly. The flavor text, guilty as charged. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> I think this could be a, such a fun deck to build yeah. an Oathbreaker, trying to do all the things with plus one, plus one counters, various yeah. types of counters, and also proliferate uh, potentially yep. if that exists in white. I don't actually know. There's a couple of white proliferates. Like the, the other counters that she makes, you don't really do a lot if you make two of them. Sure. But there's a lot of things that like spend counters. My creature has flying now. twice. Yeah, double, <laughs> double flying. flying. Double flying. Yeah. Uh, means it can't block non-flyers. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> but the, it, it, 
I really like the minus three because you can find anything with it. Yeah. You can find artifacts and enchantments if it, like that don't that aren't creatures, which is really weird. Yeah, it says a permanent card yeah, a with manual value through a list. So you're never gonna miss. Because like you'll have a land in your top seven, right? Yeah. You can put a little yeah. ha- you know, a little halo with a shield counter on it. <laughs> What's the one I'm thinking of? Come on, Maria. What? Halo. Are you are you thinking of Jesus Crown? Yes. Jesus hat? I'm obviously Daybreak talking Cornet. about Daybreak Jesus Cornet. Hat. Yeah, you can put Daybreak Cornet directly onto your creature. <laughs> um and it's during the resolution, so they can't like respond to kill your creature either. <laughs> I will be doing that. <laughs> so what cards are legal in Oathbreaker, by the uh, way? So Rob? Oathbreaker is basically all cards from the history of magic with a fairly extensive band list okay uh it's it, like i said it bans fast man it, it bans like the power nine it bans a handful of cards for price uh it's it's similar to commander but with a bit more restrictive list so rob something else that you decided to do was choose some other cool cards yeah. from streets of new capenna that could but, work in Oathbreaker. yeah especially new capenna commander but um the the one that i want to call out for sure is uh luxior giada's gift uh, so this is a one mana legendary artifact equipment equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each counter on it Equipped permanent isn't a planeswalker and is a creature in addition to its other types. Loyalty abilities can still be activated. Equip planeswalker one, equip three. Yeah, so this so is going in my go- deck, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. This goes on your Oathbreaker uh, to make them capable of dealing damage. Now, one of the things that Oathbreaker doesn't have is command damage, com- uh, is commander damage. Right. So the, in normal commander, if you deal 21 points of damage from your commander, you kill them. Oathbreaker, you start at, you start at 20 life like a normal game of magic. So you don't have that that is a real out, but realistically, like there's a lot of commanders that are just huge or a lot of oath breakers that are just huge. They start with seven counters. Like you have, you have Kiora behemoth Beckner is my favorite oath breaker that I have. She starts with seven loyalty, right? Nice. <laughs> so it's a nice little seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven for three. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so it looks, lets you punch real hard with your oath breaker basically all the time in any of those decks. I like this because when we played, um, our game of oath breaker, it was super fun. And what another, it, it was like another great way to get damage through yeah. other than relying on, you know, your draw step or your cards in hand. Cause right. you always have access exactly. to your oath breaker and, mm-hmm. and your planeswalker just generates a lot of value yeah. from the, from that spot, but then Luxor lets you generate the value from it and then also attack other planeswalkers, which is pretty nice. It made the top 10 worst cards for our uh, sealed video, yeah. but definitely not here. Yeah, in sealed, no. it's really questionable, right? Because <laughs> like, you, it's, well, it's what it's going to do plus one, plus we one, or plus two, plus two. Probably not. I, I don't think great. it's necessarily terrible, but your deck has to be doing. Like you probably need to be the white deck with a lot of shield counters or something you gotta for be it. The brokers yeah. and yeah, the brokers deck it can can make some good use of it. But like it doesn't it doesn't give an inherent bonus. So if your creature is just a brand, like there's a bunch of like four fours that get plus X plus X or whatever in this set. This they're great on their own, but this doesn't do anything for them. Another card um, we were like, this isn't yeah. good in limited, but it's yeah. good in oathbreaker. It's good in oathbreaker. Scheming, Scheming fence. fence. Yes. Also, top Maria, what a fence is. <laughs> oh exactly. Oh, hold on. Okay, so I had never in my life. To my knowledge, heard the term fence before yeah. our conversation, right? Yes. On the on the last in this episode. particular context. In this, yeah. yes. <laughs> in this context. In yeah. this meaning. Yes. But I was I for people who don't know, I've been watching Columbo. I've been going through all Columbo. <laughs> all sixteen seasons. And he's gonna talk about fences all the time now, isn't he? Well, here's the thing. I hadn't actually seen the very first episode of Columbo, which isn't part of the series. It's a made for TV movie that they did as a pilot. Okay. Which is based on the stage play that birthed Columbo. It was birthed by a stage play, everybody. This is totally news to me. I'm yeah. re- learning things that I really enjoy. It. <laughs> I mean, I recommend, <laughs> highly recommend this episode of television. So this came out. It was the first one ever made based on the stage play called mm-hmm. Prescription Murder. If you have Peacock, that's how I watched it. Um, 
So sorry, but yeah, <laughs> that's how it has to happen. Peter Falk plays Columbo, yeah. and the first time ever, and he's got he's just like so well put together. Like he doesn't yeah. have the messy hair or the rumpled coat yet or anything. Yep. He's great. Anyway, it is really, really good. It is the best episode of Columbo, I think. They're, they're it's not huh. even technically an episode of Columbo, but they use the word fence in it mere days after the first time I ever heard wow. it used. Wow. Isn't that weird how that happens? Uh, the, yeah. The Spider Meinhof phenomenon, right? <laughs> I don't called. know. <laughs> wow. It's when you see something and it calls out to you, then you notice it a bunch. Yeah, exactly. It, That's it, what it was. It just jumps out of the background. Yeah, for you. Some, yeah. A character was like, I fenced it. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah, fenced stolen goods. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, continue. we're, we're talking. <laughs> scheming Watch fence. Columbo. Yes. We got a lot of information on that episode of Columbo <laughs> that was not relevant to the story that Maria was telling us. <laughs> I just want to talk about Columbo. Let's no, it's, get real. Like I said, I'm learning <laughs> yes. things. Uh, it, scheming fence wants to learn things too <laughs> he's he's blue white for a two three creature human citizen as scheming fence enters the ba- scheming fence enters the battlefield you may choose a non-land permanent so something that's already on the battlefield activated abilities of the chosen permanent can't be activated so it stops their oath breaker from from using their loyalty abilities scheming fence has all activated abilities of the chosen permanent except for loyalty abilities you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to activate those abilities so nice. he kills oath breakers but leaves them on the battlefield so they can't just recast them. They, they're stuck there. Ooh, so they have to figure out how to kill them, right? Yeah. And then nobody's going to attack them because they can't activate their abilities. And then he attacks other people's creatures and pl- or other people's planeswalkers and blocks for your, yeah. for your Oathbreaker. That seems very good in this he's, format. He's really great. And he's got a, like a 2-3 for 2 is not terrible either. No. Like an, on top he's of solid. that. Um, so and he also just randomly bonks other things like good equipment or whatever. Because he yeah. can like Luxior, the last thing. If he exactly. picks Luxior, it stops you from equipping it. I guess you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> the next one you chose is Into Deep. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, it's an inch, it's an aura for blue blue split second. Wow. So while it's on the stack, Gosh. your opponent can't can't activate abilities or cast spells. So they Don't can't try counter and this. counter this yeah. spell. <laughs> Enchant creature, planeswalker, or clue. What? This is a totally new line of text, and it's <laughs> <Wow>. so cool. <laughs> Enchant clue is such a strange type of enchantment to have. Well, now you know what kind of deck wants to play this. Right. Well, do, do you? This goes in any deck. Enchanted permanent is a colorless clue artifact oh. with two mana, sacrifice this artifact, draw a card, and loses all other abilities. Hey, I'm going to enchant, enchant this clue. Uh, now, it clue. Yeah. now it's a clue. It's, it's, it, this is designed for, uh, for turning your opponent's stuff into clues, which they get like to get some value back out of by sacrificing or whatever. Yeah. But it's just super funny that like you get to like, like you can do it to their planeswalker. Yeah, you could do it to their to the overbreaker. It's, so it's really good removal for any creatures or planeswalkers. Blue, blue to kill a permanent. Yeah, is it, like that's yeah. pretty good. And I'll split second it. means I can't respond to it. Yeah, so they can't just like sacrifice their creature in response. It's a clue now. Uh, they need to go investigate that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. Also, this art. I love Great. it. I love this it. This art is fantastic. So cool. It, this harkens back to all the split second spells in Time Spiral have this like sweep of time where it's the past and the present. Yeah. And so this is like a person and then their chalk outline. <laughs> so cool. Uh oh, buddy. This oh. next one you chose, you the, particularly yeah. love. This is my. This Rob. is the card I'm most excited from from Nukapenic Banner in Oathbreaker, which is Lethal Scheme. Black, black, two for an instant with Convoke. You can tap your creatures to pay for the mana for this spell. It either They either pay for colorless or they pay for their color. So if you have a black creature, you can tap it to pay for one of the black pips. Destroy target creature or planeswalker. 
each creature that convoked lethal scheme connives. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, if this is in your command zone, it's your signature spell. You can play your, your Oathbreaker, and then you can cast this using all your creatures to loot via, for the amount that you... Four, like you do, if you have times. four creatures, you can do it four times. Like, yeah. connive you can four pay times. All, yeah, you can pay all four with connive. You draw four cards, and they get some amount of random counters sometimes, depending yeah. on what you discard. Amazing. Um, and you can pay your command tax with this. So as the spell gets more expensive, you get to loot more. Oh, that's wow. cool. That's fine. I like that. I, I'm really in, spicy. Right? <laughs> wow, this like, is a really fun, lots yeah. of possibilities yeah. with this one. Yeah, and it, it, like flexible removal is always good. Is like That's one of the things that I like on a signature spell is either something that digs me back into the game or flexible removal to interact with the other stuff now that I've got a, a now that I've got an Oathbreaker down. If you have signature spells that are free, like or can be paid with alternative costs like this, you can oftentimes just play your Oathbreaker and then immediately play your signature spell. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Wow. Well, nice. Rob, thank you so much for showing off yeah. these new cool cards yeah. from Streets of New Capenna for Oathbreaker and for helping us uh, design some cool planeswalkers yeah. and signature spells yeah. from this set. I think these would make super fun decks to play. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to have another Oathbreaker game sometime. Yeah. I think we might. We might. We get these put together. Yeah, and if you are interested in checking out Oathbreaker, where should you go again, Rob? OathbreakerMTG.com will take you there. And it'll take a second to redirect, but it's fine. Uh, it's a it's a fun page. It has all the band list, has all the, all the cool stuff, all the tweets about it. We're all hanging out there. Yeah. Nice. We recommend it. It's a really fun format. It's so fun. Check you it out. You can shuffle it and it doesn't take a <laughs> lifetime. It's true. And you can play with many people. Yep. Perfect. Maria. Yes. Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro. I took this Ultra Pro deck box to the pre-release this yeah. past weekend because I wanted to be the coolest kid in the store. And spoiler alert. I was. <laughs> I've, I've also got, so you have a beautiful Alco flip of theirs, yeah. um, which has like the little embroidered magic symbol on it and a dice tray. If you're like, that's not enough space. I need more space because I'm a space monster. <laughs> One, don't talk about yourself like that. No, you're not. Two, look at, look, look at, at this. this. Look at this. Look at this horse. This, look at this horse. This alcove box is incredible. You can fit. So many cards in this. Look at this. Look at this dice box in this box. This is two decks you can fit two in here. Decks, Hundred like cards. A whole like a a little like extra space. You could put your sideboard in there, maybe. Great. You could put dice in here. You could put dice in there. I think it's dice. That's what I'm gonna put in here. Okay. Because I'm gonna I put a snack. To dice. <laughs> Ooh, what are you gonna put? What snack are you gonna put in here? Almonds. Oh, a little almond snack. All right. Make sure none of your cards are allergic. Yeah, that's true. I could put yeah, some little chocolates and make sure they don't Ooh, melt. <laughs> some M and M's melts in your mouth, not in your deck box. Yes, there you go. Ultra the Pro. classic M and M slogan, <laughs> or the Ultra Pro slogan. Both of these super nice products. Amazing. You can check them out. You can use our affiliate code GLHF to get 5% off on anything on top of other discounts yeah. at ultrapro.com. Use the code GLHF. Get yourself a discount. Get yourself something really nice. Yeah. I'm Does doing your this mom just play because magic? it's such a satisfying sound. <laughs> it is. I'll like, do it on my the, box too. Yeah. The magnetic closure. That sounds like security, baby. Get your mom a Mother's Day present that she'll actually like and that won't yeah. die because okay. it's flowers. We always we always give Card Kingdom the best slogans, um, but now we're, we'll make one for Ultra Pro. Sounds like security, baby. 
There you go, Ultra Pro. <laughs> You're welcome. That's the sound of security. show of good luck high five thank you so much for hanging out with us and watching great time we had streets in new capanna pre-release i can't wait to get my little fingers on it i was out of town this past weekend so i couldn't play in a pre-release um but i am i am so excited to play online this week oh yeah i'm so excited to get back to my local game store because we love supporting our local games yes and it was it was so fabulous it was just like the greatest day um we're gonna play in the early access event by the way streamers are gonna play be playing streets of new capet on tuesday it's happening right now if you're listening to this on the day it comes out yeah tuesday you can check us out on twitch.tv slash glhf magic give us a follow that way you'll know when we're live um and you don't have to check twitter to find out that information because maybe you quit because somebody bought it uh <laughs> just a thing that might have happened it might have i don't if know you're like hey i don't want to get my magic news off twitter anymore because someone bought it and also why would you ever want to get your magic <laughs> news off twitter it's only people complaining listen to the upkeep our that's magic right. news show that's 10 minutes or less every monday and gives you all of the magic news you need owned by us yes Nobody will buy supported it. Supported by patrons. Even if they're like, by us, here's $43 billion. Honestly, owned by the people who love magic. Yeah. If you love owned magic, you have a little bit of the upkeep. Yeah. You can listen to it in podcast form wherever you listen to this. Just search for the upkeep. Or you can check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive. I will say though. If Elon Musk offers <laughs> to buy the upkeep for forty-four billion dollars, I will sell it. Elon, are you listening? It turns out that like if you're like Megan, what's the price point of your morals specifically around this one issue? The answer probably is comes well before forty-four billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs>